0: Welcome to Jersey Arts, the podcast. I'm Susan Wollner. Two River Theater Company in Red Bank, New Jersey, seems to get better every year. Founded in 1994 in cooperation with Monmouth University, it grew quickly. In 2005, Two River moved to a state-of-the-art two-theater facility. Last year, in 2010, John Diaz took over as the artistic director. He came from the off-Broadway world, including 12 seasons as associate producer and artistic director at the Public Theater. He's here with me today to talk about the 2011-2012 new season, which was just announced. Hello, John. Hi there, Susan. I wanted to start right off with what looks to be a new focus at Two River, developing new plays that go on to full productions in Red Bank. What do you have in the works?
1: Well, we've... When when I first arrived, I started in right away actually, and uh, and did something that was uh, just kind of in my blood, but uh, hadn't ever happened here, which was to to get a literary department going and to start this theater, uh, start this theater up as a place that playwrights can look to to send their work, uh, where they know that their work would get good attention and uh, and be well taken care of, and so started that actually when I first arrived and uh and right away we started inviting writers in and started developing some work we've we've done um, some different activity with a new uh, writer or set of writers every month uh, since i've been here and uh and two of those plays that we we had here in development uh well actually one play and one musical are two of the of the projects that are happening in full production To, to develop and, uh, and invite other artists in, and we're just going to keep that going in a regular way as long as I'm here. So,
0: I can see that um, working with new plays has got to be just a great experience for people in the theater, but is it a challenge to translate that excitement to audiences who might just see it as like unknown?
1: That's a great question. And, uh, and I had this theory that I wanted to test out, which is that, um, audience is actually most. I mean, it's mainly been true in my life in the theater that uh, most people who are theater lovers also happen to be adventurous souls. And uh, and I think no matter what, uh, when you walk into a theater, you don't know what you're going to find. That's part of what's so exciting about it. That's part of what makes the liveness of live theater thrilling to people. Um, and you have to be prepared for for uh, whatever it is that comes at you. So I had this notion that audiences down here, um, that I could help audiences down here or guide audiences down here to feel about new work and about uh, art, young artists and new artists uh, working on new projects exactly as I do, which is which is to say that I'm excited by the adventure of not knowing. And uh, And so I was pretty careful about making sure that with all the projects that I'm inviting down here, that I'm inviting the audience to take part in in that excitement uh, with me and the artists. So all of the readings and workshops that we've done, we've been opened up to the public, and we've been overwhelmed. Uh, we've actually often had to turn people away because so many people have been interested. in. And, uh, and I think something happens in terms of an audience's sense of investment in something when they're there at the beginning and a part of its creation and a part of its continuing life. Uh, and I'd love for this whole community down here around Red Bank to feel that way about all these projects that uh, that I'm ha- uh, happy to to invite into the theater. So uh, how that what you know how that translation um, continues in, in terms of audiences coming to see things. I don't know, and we'll we'll see what happens this season. Uh, one of the things that's been encouraging is what we're already learning from our audiences. Uh, this really. Quite sophisticated and loyal audience that's been developed here over the years. Um, when we told our subscribers that we were expanding from a five-play subscription series to a seven-play subscription series, which would include two brand new plays um, by unknown writers, uh, I think it's like 75 or 78 percent of our subscribers have signed on to move to move into that seven-play package.
0: Wow, Mm -hmm. that is—they are telling us in advance
1: that they are uh, excited to try out new things. So, uh, I'm pretty impressed by them uh, and grateful to to our audience for that vote of confidence in that way. So, and I think they're gonna have a great time. So, I think we'll make them happy. You know.
0: So, tell me, what got you into theater? Did you have a mentor, or was there something that inspired you or made you excited by the idea? Of probably, working in theater,
1: probably a lot of things, I think one of the things I, I often we often talk about lots of us in the theater is uh, trying to figure out what is that thing How, when did we catch the disease when did we you know when did the bug bite us um, and uh, and for me, I think it was a couple of different things um, honestly I, I I grew up in this working class neighborhood, and um, my family not traditionally uh, cultured and educated people, but uh, my family happened to to love the theater and performance, and so they would take me to things, and I, I remember early on going to see a production of, believe it or not, Richard III, Shakespeare's Richard III, and as this little kid just being astonished by the kind of magic of it, and this being transported into another world and another place that happened in these. Particular theater company, Boston Shakespeare Company, did so well, and I think it was somewhere around there. And um, at the same time, I was uh, I was uh, performing uh, was probably in sixth grade um, in a production of *Music Man*, and uh, and I often say I think there's nothing like American musical theater to turn people on, to turn Americans especially on to what is so great about live theater, uh, and uh, and I think those. Those two things got me early on, and uh, and also I, I don't know, I'm maybe revealing too much about myself here, but <laughs> but um, my family were are all and have for a long time been been uh, serious churchgoers, and uh, and I remember feeling a kind of affinity um, with the, the theater uh, as something that was honestly sort of spiritual and ritualistic, and uh, spoke to me in the way that I know. Church does to a lot of people and and I felt uh, early on and as i get as I got to understand it even more that theater for some of us is a kind of spiritual experience is a kind of church like experience, so it got deep into me in that way, and I actually feel a bit uh, a, a bit of a kind of missionary zeal about the theater from my vantage point here, and I want audiences to feel that same way to feel that coming to the theater is a spiritual experience, it's a transporting experience, it's a moving experience for you. Uh, so, hmm. some combination of those kinds of things.
0: I saw that um, on your new season uh, description that the young English director, Sam Buntrock, is going to direct a play. That's right. Much Ado About Nothing. Right. And then, I, I mean, he's also going to be at the McCarter. That's he's correct. been there before, and, and I guess he's going there for a couple of plays next season. So what's happening to New Jersey Theater? Is a lot going on?
1: There's a lot going on in New Jersey Theater, actually. Um, and I think, I have to say, I think Two River Theater Company is, um, it, it, it is having a great deal to do with a big shift in, uh, in how important and how rich and meaningful uh, New Jersey New. Jersey theater is, has become in the last 20 years. I mean, you've got great institutions like McCarter and George Street and Paper Mill Playhouse and and those big institutions that have been around for a while. And uh and you know, little scrappy Two River Theater Company, only 15, 16 years old, has suddenly in the last 5 years um, really made its way onto the scene and uh and I'm noticing since I'm here a lot more New York theater artists really interested in coming to a place like Two River to work. And, uh, and I think audiences from all over are looking to us and uh, to see what we're doing here in New Jersey, it's, uh, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it's actually kind of amazing. It's like Two River is doing something that like, a rational person would say, don't even bother trying.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's right. Well, I mean, that's a rational person, I think a rational person would tell any artist... Not to not to do that. It's irra- it is irrational making art in some ways, but it's also absolutely you know essential to human life. Um, it doesn't make sense, which is partly why I think in some ways we really have to do it. Um, it uh, it it does force us to confront all kinds of nonsensical things that uh, are easier left unexamined and undiscussed. But things like the theater force us to do it.
0: Thank you so much for your time today, John. I appreciated talking to you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: John Diaz is the Artistic Director at Two River Theatre Company. See the lineup for next season online at trtc.org. Jacques Brel is alive and well and living in Paris, runs at Two River Theatre Company through June 5th. To find out more about this production or anything else happening in the arts, visit JerseyArts.com. I'm Susan Molnar for Jersey Arts, the podcast. Thanks for listening. Jersey Arts, the podcast is a production of State of the Arts. Watch it on NJN1 Public Television, Thursdays at 8 p.m., and every day on NJN2 at 5 and 11 p.m individual stories can be seen anytime on njn.net slash arts the new jersey state council on the arts is proud to co-produce state of the arts the new jersey state council on the arts encouraging excellence in the arts since 1966 additional support was provided by the Geraldine R. dodge foundation supporting cultural educational and environmental initiatives that make our world more livable